So here we are again. Hi, Bryce. <laughs> Hi, Carla. <laughs> Um, and I just wanted to say that last time we were here, we talked about how we, uh, the two of us, came to learn about and uh, study brain development. And now I'd like us to introduce and touch on all the topics that we will be uh, rigorously and scientifically presenting over the next several episodes millennia of time. or or however many however long it takes us to actually get everybody on the same page for brain development right which which okay so we want to casually lay down the rigor of intuition and intuitive intelligence and the thing that we need to understand most especially during these times is that Diversification and intuitive intelligence are mutually inclusive of one another. That's the best thing that we can understand for our times. And brain development is the final frontier for us to understand. Intuitive intelligence is applicable to everything. Even computers want to be intuitively intelligent, or at least their computer scientists want them to be. But intuition is endemic to everything in the universe. Even a rock intuitively knows to act like a rock. (laughs) I have a love for rocks, so I have to say that. But getting down to the nitty-gritty here, intuition is something that we are born with. Intuitive intelligence... So intuition is the foundation. It's in us, just like it's in everything in the universe. And intuitive intelligence is built in conjunction with our cognitive development as humans. So we're the one species that are born with underdeveloped brains. So we have a hand in developing our intuition and intuitive intelligence in conjunction with our cognitive development because we can continuously acquire knowledge and information that allows us to do all the advanced computations of our complex human brain. So does that, does that make it basically definitively clear? Is there something you want to ask me just to, to, to clarify that a little bit more? What, what do you think that, people would say once I said that. That um, they are unfamiliar with the fact that they have intuition. Okay, yes. Okay, so yes, everybody ought to trust that they have an intuition, but I think I think most people are somewhat aware. Okay, some people think intuition is a farce in the same way that they think that full human Brain potential is a farce, but essentially the brain has two functions. It does all of the operations of both the voluntary and involuntary processes of our body, 
and there's a symbiotic relationship going on there. And then, so our brain is 100% turned on biologically. That is true. We use all of our biological brain substance. But cognitively, we're only turned on a certain amount. And that is partially due to the fact that our intuition and the levels of intuitive intelligence that we acquire are only partially generated. So in order for intuitive intelligence to really have its full spectrum, to operate on its full spectrum and full rendition, uh, it has to be built on the brain's hardwired system of what you and I have developed as the brain's cocktail code. So the brain has a cocktail. It needs to be fed. And the two basic things that it needs to be fed according to its hardwired system is that it's a microcosm of the universe. So it needs to have the basic knowledge properties of the universe as the standard model for acquiring knowledge and also for devising all of the things that we do and the hypotheses we make based on the standard model of knowledge as provided by the universe, because all knowledge does come from the natural universe. Um, so in conjunction with that, there's principles of knowledge from the natural universe based on energy and matter as the most fundamental forms of everything in the universe. And then our brain, our microcosmic human brain has a, what we call a cocktail code. So, Intuitive intelligence must be built on a combination of this cognitively correct cocktail code, which is rigorously rooted in our emotional cognitive development process, because that's our first cognition, so to speak. And then there's the cosmically correct codes of knowledge and information. And then, of course, the language that we acquire intuitively must be able to synthesize both of those things. So some of you might be wondering, I could see it in your face already because I've known you for 20 years. You're wondering, I should tell people what the cocktail code is, right? Actually, so yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Because you know. I'm going, I can have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves a cocktail, even the brain. So, of course, we spell cocktail a little bit differently. We spell it C-O-C-C. K-T-T-A-I-L-L. Okay. That is different. Right. Slight diversion, but same letters extended. So the human brain, a lot of times when I speak with people casually about brain development, people talk about, you know, human nature is, is, or the brain or human nature is equally divided between choices that we can make between right and wrong or good and evil. But that's actually a farce because the human brain is a hundred percent hardwired for compassion, optimism. You can chime in anytime. So he here, here, here's <laughs> what the cocktail, all those at letters stand for. Yes. Cocktail. Okay. Passion, optimism, Creativity. Creativity, curiosity, which also includes, and compassion and creativity, you know, these things also include uh, charity 
And so what you're saying is if we actually named all the C's, it would take up the whole lot. Yeah, so we sort of right. <laughs> so so we just include that in the two C's of the cocktail. Right. So but the main start starts with the main structure, the main rigor of of the elements for a full spectrum of intuitive intelligence development synthesized by intuitive language development based on the standard models of knowledge provided by the universe. Again, include compassion, optimism, um, creativity. creativity, curiosity, charity, truth, trust, knowledge, knowledge, <laughs> of course, we forgot that K there, knowledge, which includes everything, truth, truth trust, trust. Altruism, intuition, with a basic intuition that we are born with, and then logic and love. So all of these things are, are the basics that the brain operates. It's just like the cosmos operate on certain knowledge principles provided by the laws, the one set of laws that govern all forces in the universe, Energy, matter, electromagnetism, light, speed, mass, acceleration, gravity. These are all intertwined and interconnected. There's one set of laws governing all of these things. So the microcosmic human brain, which actually seeks to know all of this knowledge of the universe, is also subject to knowing those laws and applying them in conjunction with the cocktail code. So we need to have a synthesis and then our language, our intuitive language development, regardless of what language we learn, needs to reflect these two sets of ideal knowledge developments. And together we can have an unlimited opportunity or an unlimited platform for developing knowledge and information that will be computationally consistent and commensurate both with the knowledge properties of the universe and the real knowledge properties of our human brain, which are based in emotional cognition and include the points of the cocktail code that we already mentioned. So you have look like you have another question going on. I do. So I was just trying to form it in my head before I said it. So we've come with one of our uh, rigorous equations of the cocktail code. Is there a second? You keep saying there are two. Right. The cosmically correct. So we have what we call the cocktail code, learning knowledge and information according to our brain, is the cocktail code. That would be the cognitively correct formula mm -hmm. for learning knowledge and information, which is what the cocktail code defines the basic platform for emotional cognition, which is the foundation for emotional literacy that guides our lifetime learning processes, interactive processes of emotional intelligence. And then there's the cosmically correct uh, code of knowledge and information. So 
that those properties need to be included in the way that we process knowledge and information, for the way that we make decisions, for the way that we compute knowledge and information. And how about we, we go is, to this? What? Is there an equation for that? There's an equation. There's an E equals MC squared equation for that. You mean that Einstein thing? Like that Einstein thing, yes. So essentially we could say emotion, which is the most powerful cognitive process that we have, emotion or E, equals MC squared. So our equals our mind times the power of cognition squared. So cognition being a, pro a natural process of knowledge acquisition that includes all of our sensory tools, but is something that needs to be perpetually on a roll, constantly learning and gaining knowledge and information. But let's go back to, does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Where so do you want to go back to? <laughs> the, ba the, the, the very basic process of intuition, the very basic definition of intuition, which is the process or the universe's natural wireless and substance ability to connect all pieces of diverse information that give the universe its interconnectivity structure. So, wireless. That's a lot. Right, okay. So, <laughs> and there's a lot of knowledge in the universe. So, wireless and Intuition and diversification are all fundamental properties of both cosmic knowledge and cognitive knowledge properties. So there is a much deeper synthesis and interconnectivity process to, and then of course all of that that we should be interconnected with, uh, we want to know the knowledge of the universe as humans. We actually seek out the knowledge of the universe. So this really does have to be part of the ingredients, the cosmic knowledge or the cosmic, cosmically correct properties have to be part of the ingredients that sets a standard for our own cogni cognition, for our cognitively correct development. So humans tend to have this inadvertent, counterintuitive, which is another thing we should talk about, counterintuitive or counterfactual uh, understanding that uh, somehow we are exempt from the properties or the principles and laws of the universe. But for a species to seek out the knowledge of the universe would really mean that we are more subject to following those principles and properties, particularly because we have this ability of willful or volitional cognition, where we can actually manipulate the forces of the universe. But in manipulating them, you know, we manipulate the forces of gravity and that sort of thing. But in manipulating them, that will never mean that we will change the basic laws that govern gravity or electromagnetism or any of these things, light speed. So we have to be particularly, if you would like to say, mindful 
of respecting the laws of the universe and respecting respecting the forces of the universe, the laws that govern the interconnected operations of all of those forces of the universe, and also respecting the laws or the forces, the cocktail code, the forces that actually govern our human brain. Otherwise, we do find ourselves operating in all of these counterintuitive, counterfactual uh, ideas about how the brain really works. So what, what we end up having is we find ourselves reiterating over and over again these things that our intuition tells us that we're supposed to be constituted by peace and love and all of those all of those wonderful things that we all aspire to wanting the best for our children it's it's universal it's endemic to everyone so we find ourselves reiterating those things over and over again because obviously when we're trying to connect something over and over again and we reiterate it over, we have these constant memes and little advocacies and whatever you want to call it that reiterate what it is that we're really looking for. But there's something missing because we have these counterintuitive ideas about how things really work. So when we learn things intuitively, such as the language we each learn, it just sticks. (laughs) It's unnecessary, for instance, to go over and over and over again how to formulate our words or how to speak. We never have to stop and consciously think, okay, before I speak now, I I need to remember that I've got to employ my tongue and project my voice and remember the names of the letters and the sounds that they make. They just all come together in a synthesis and we just speak. So that represents something more about calling out the anatomy and the rigor of intuition and how it really works and how it's supposed to be applicable to everything because we can remember also even Einstein said intuition is everything and interconnectivity of the universe is also an intuitive process everything just interconnects it clicks and it's a stickability factor and so we need to find the rigor of that and Otherwise, we're, we're, we're going to be chasing full brain potential, which is our right, rather than some science fiction fantasy. We want to put full brain potential, which is one and the same as intuitive intelligence based on fundamental intuition. We want to put it in its proper order, in its proper building order, because otherwise we're going to be chasing full brain potential and intuition and diversification and inclusion and intuitive intelligence as as, as a reverse engineering process. It's just going to go on ad infinitum. We really want to put it in its proper order. So actually, I'm going to stop right there because I think we've given our audience a lot to think about. And hopefully, rather than chase them away, I have compelled them to ask some questions and maybe they'll listen to this again. And we really want our audience to get involved.
Absolutely. We really want we, we want so that we want to get to know you. You know, if you're that guy out there or that gal that asks us a question every week, we want to know who you are. We want you to be involved in this because it's it's your birthright. Intuitive intelligence is your birthright. All of the things that you have fought for in your life and fought against, intuitive intelligence has the answers. Intuitive intelligence has the power to bring you to the greatest heights and eradicate your your the things that you struggle with the most or, or the foibles or what what did you want to say? So use your voice guys. This is your chance. Right. And and, and every week every every week or every month, however many podcasts we put out there to you we want we want you to be involved if you have questions please please email please, us please email us at gotbrainpodcast at gmail.com right um look tell your friends about got brain podcast uh this is brand new information for many many people um, and, and, and we've had we've had pu- we've published several books and they are available out there in the library and right. for purchase. But um, most people have uh, have discovered us on a fluke. Yeah. <laughs> so so the thing is, yes, they have. So um, I'm also listed on LinkedIn. If you want to join, I do do postings on LinkedIn. But we'd like to connect with you here because, as we mentioned, intuitive intelligence especially includes intuitive language development. And it's nice if we can hear each other's voices. So uh, if you if there's a way even for you to put your question in the email via voice or if you want to do it on LinkedIn via a direct message, voice message. I try to connect with as many people as I can. Um, And if it means that we go over the information that we've done just in these first two podcasts, that's fine too, because we want to break it down. We want to give it the, the rigor that it deserves, that intuition and intuitive intelligence deserves, so that we can move forward and really expound upon our birthright for intuitive intelligence development. And we we welcome all of you to be part of this in, in any way we can because it's everybody's right. So that's I think that's I think I'm gonna be quiet for the rest of today. <laughs> I think I've said <laughs> enough. So in the up and coming episodes though, we will in fact be doing a bit of a vocabulary lesson. Yes. Because <laughs> some of the words that we use today may be um new right. to some individuals. Yeah. And if you look them up in the dictionary, they will give you an a incorrect uh, definition. Yeah, according, according to, to us. 